Hey, all you intrepid architects out there. If you believe design can change the world, then you've found your humans here on this show, Architecting. My name is Angela Mazzi, and I'm an architect and career coach who's figured out how to live my passion while claiming a successful architecture career and lifestyle. This show is about the architect as a person and will help you bypass the status quo traps in our profession while teaching you how to make an impact in your career. We need to stand in our power as architects and use our skills to make great places. If you're with me, let's get architecting. Bright lights. It is Angela, and I am so glad to be with you today. Do you know what I did today? I participated in the AIA South Atlantic Regions Aspire Conference, and this was so much fun. We did a 20-minute pre-recorded video, but then after that, the attendees of our session had a chance to join us for an interactive chat, and my colleague Kirsten Miller and I really put that to the test. We had them look at images and compare and contrast versus what they learned in the talk. But then, this is the really interesting part, we asked them to do some sketches. Now, this is a group of architects, right? I was shocked at how quiet they were. How many of them never even turned on their cameras? And how few of the people, we had over 50 people in our session, and only about eight of them participated in sketching. And this just shocked me. Like, what is going on here? Since when are architects afraid to be creative on the spot? afraid to just let that flow, afraid to draw for crying out loud. And it really got me thinking on this topic of evolution, which is why the title of today's episode is Evolve Like Hell, because it really is a change or stagnate kind of world. No matter how much you know, no matter how much experience you have, You don't get a permission slip to sit on the sidelines and watch the world go by. You don't get to live off the interest of your past accomplishments. It doesn't work that way because the world is constantly changing. We have to constantly question the premise of what we do and why we're doing it. And if it's because this is what we're supposed to do, or this is what we were taught to do, or this is what we're expected to do, you better stop and look really deeply and really closely. Because what you might find is that you just kind of went along with the flow and did something because you just thought it was what was done. Instead of saying, what do I really want to do? What do I really need to be doing? And more importantly than that, how am I my best self showing up in the world today so I can have the biggest impact and help the most other people? No joke. This is your mission. You are here to make a difference. And if you're not, 
you have to answer for that at some point. And you're not going to feel very happy or very fulfilled, even if you have a good job, even if you're doing all the things, even if you're hitting the milestones, if you're not living your mission. Let's talk about this idea of radical evolution. It means that we are much more attuned to what's going on in the world. We're much more willing to question things to be curious, to adopt that scientist mind, to fail forward, to try things, to say, I wonder if, and hmm, we are supposed to be creative people, aren't we, right? When we think about what it means to really do more than grow or stretch yourself, but truly evolve, it means that you have to Frame your day in a different way. And I know you've heard me say before that this idea of balance is a myth. I even have a whole chapter in my latest book, Time Builder, about that. Because we run ourselves ragged when we think we have to make everything equally important and give everything an equal amount of our time and attention. It doesn't work that way you got to prioritize the priority in the moment. And that may only be a priority for 10 minutes and then you move on. Or it may be your main focus for two weeks to the neglect of everything else in your life. And that's okay too, because what you're doing is the things that are most important for you to do in that moment. And everything cannot claim equal attention or you're splitting your energy. You're burning yourself out and you're not really giving anything your all. So pick your priorities in the moment. Give it 100% in that moment and then pivot to the next thing. So what does this have to do with evolution? Well, it means that you have time for this, right? You don't have to say, I'm too busy, I'd love to, but I feel overwhelmed. All the usual suspect excuses means you get to say, evolution and growth is my priority. There's a through line of my mission in my whole life, and I am going to really work at this. So every day, ask yourself how you can move forward. What can you do? And not every day is going to be the same, right? Some days, the best thing you can do, take a nap. Other days, you might feel really foggy-headed and flustered. And maybe if you wrote down three ideas, that was making progress. Other days, you are in the zone cruising and getting a month's worth of work done in just a few hours, right? Just quantum leaping it. And it's okay. You gotta allow that things are gonna be different every day, but are you moving forward? As long as you did something, how big or small it was, doesn't matter. Just matters that you kept moving. Next, look at yourself and see, are you growing as a person? None of us are the same person we were last year or five years or 10 years from now. But did you change for the better? Did you become more insightful? 
Did you become more self-aware or have you just kind of stagnated? Maybe you've become more cynical or more lazy or more bitter. And if that's what's happening, that's not growth, that's decay. So you have to look at how you can turn those things around and it starts with moving forward, right? Taking that action is the number one step to catalyze evolution. And then the next thing that is so critical is joy. If you are evolving, you will be naturally self-selecting things that make you happy, whether it's work or play or the relationships you have with all the people in your life. You will choose joy. You will choose lightness and fun and love. And the people that don't match with that, they're going to fade out of your life. And you're going to use boundaries to not let them drag you down. Because when you are happy, when you are fulfilled, when you enjoy your day, instead of feeling exhausted or like it's a drudgery, all of a sudden you start attracting people and opportunities to you because you go to a party, what draws you? The person who's laughing and having a great conversation or the sad sack in the corner nursing their drink? We are drawn to positive energy. We are drawn to people who are uplifting and joy-filled and see every moment as a discovery and an opportunity. So be one of those people. Step into the glow of that joy and start saying no to the things you don't really want to do that drag you down or that are not fun. And say yes to the fun things you've never done. Never been to an escape room? What a great date night. Never gone skydiving? Book a flight. Never been to the Rocky Mountains? Head over there. Want to walk along the Great Wall of China? Do it. Anything you can think of, if you can think of it, you are meant to do it. I guarantee you, if you had 10 people in a room and you said, write your top five bucket list items, they would not put the same five things. Everyone would have something different because everybody has different Joy priorities. What you are called to is calling you. It is an experience you are meant to have, not only for the sheer pleasure of it, and never discount pleasure for opening your mind and fueling your creativity, but also because there's something about that particular experience that is on your evolution path. Look for ways, big and small, to enjoy your life more every day. And when you do that, you will automatically become more positive, less judgmental, and more connected to other people in your life, as well as more spiritually connected. 
you will start to see the signs and the synchronicities every day, every day. I not only talk to God and put myself in a state of surrender, faith, trust, and flow, but I ask different helpers, angels and saints, loved ones who've passed, people who are important to me, to help me with the things I want to do that day. And they come through for me. I see their signs all the time. And I don't hear voices. I don't get messages mysteriously appearing in front of me. I get intuitive hits. I get an idea of, why don't I try this? Or I get an opportunity. Or a contact is put in front of me that opens doors. And believe me, this really works. I mean, just in the past year, I have been invited, not responding to calls for presentations, but specifically invited to speak in five different venues, specifically about salutogenesis, about how buildings affect our well-being, which is my mission, is my life's work. That didn't happen by accident. What made these people, some of whom were old contacts who just suddenly surfaced out of the blue, decide to get a hold of me? Or a person I just met suddenly be putting together a panel discussion and decide they want to hear from me? What made that happen? It was my intention and awareness and willingness to see signs and willingness to say yes that are allowing these opportunities, which of course, of course, are going to contribute to my evolution. And that kind of connection to higher power, to your spirituality, makes you much more aware of these signs, of these ways that Things are being pointed out to you and you are getting guidance every single day. But you shut it out when you shut down your joy, when you stop moving forward, when you stop committing to your personal growth. So today, I want you to promise me that you are willing to take on and surrender yourself to your own evolution, that you will start looking every day for at least one way to move forward, commit to your personal growth, and relentlessly seek out joy. Are you with me? We cannot, we cannot be behind a movement to make a better world if we don't do these things. We cannot be angry, bitter soldiers. We have to be joyful, positive people that attract followers, that attract people who need us because they want our help. There's a great saying, don't go where you're needed, go where you're wanted. And there's a reason for that. Because if I just were to say, That person needs my help and go and start trying to help that person when they didn't ask for help. They are not evolved enough to accept the help. And I'm sure you've had this experience, right? 
the family member or friend or coworker who's always complaining and you try to give them advice and they always have an excuse and they stay stuck. And it just becomes kind of sad after a while because you can see so clearly and so can so many other people in their lives how they could change this, how they could grow, how they could evolve, but they're not interested, right? They're closed down. And so all your words are just platitudes to them. At best, at worst, they're annoying or nagging because that person has not evolved. The same is true for the clients we want. We can't go on this crusade and tell people what they should want from their buildings. We have to radiate knowledge in a better way and show the results of that so that the people who are ready to take that on will seek us out because they are out there too. And they need us and the world needs us. And if we keep evolving, we can keep expanding and we can be there for them. I am so very grateful that you join me for this podcast. I appreciate every single one of you in this audience. And I am so excited for the community we are building at Architecting. Our clubhouse club is growing like crazy. Our rooms are filling up. We're getting great guests, having amazing conversations. Join me on Sunday and critical conversations. We are going to talk more about this issue, work-life balance. And then on Monday, for Architects as Healers and Buildings as Medicine, my friend Andre Darmanin, who is an urban planner who focuses on equity in the built environment, is going to be our guest. And this is going to be an amazing, amazing room. So you can find it on the Architecting Group in LinkedIn or the Architecting Group in Facebook, how to get yourself in both of those rooms. And I really hope you will join me because this is a chance for us to have a dialogue. At a podcast, I can take questions ahead of time and answer them, but I can't get feedback. In Clubhouse, you can raise your hand, you can join the conversation, you can ask questions. So please, please join me. Would love to have you there. Also, head on over to my website, architectingpodcast.com. I have so many great free resources for you there. If you are feeling stuck right now and you're not sure how to evolve, you can take my roadblock quiz and find out which of three personas you resonate with that are holding you back. So you will actually get actionable advice based on how you answered the quiz. You can download my Archetyper, which is a radar graph that helps you see your aptitudes and your interests so that you can focus more on those and less on the things that you don't love and that don't light you up. I also have Flip the Script which is a workbook. It busts four major myths that we all 
have accepted as truths in the architecture profession. There's space for you to write your own insights. And then as a bonus at the end are my golden tips for getting yourself a raise and a promotion. Five very actionable steps that will get you results. All three of these are free. You can get one, you can get two, you can get all three. Why not, right? So head on over to Architecting Podcast and right on the front page, if you scroll down, you will see each of those grouped together. Help yourself, join the community, come on over to Clubhouse and be committed in this way to your growth through community and your commitment to evolution supported by this community. Have a great day. I love you all. Bye. Thanks for being part of this episode of Architecting. If you enjoyed the show, join our community on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn to keep up with what's in the show pipeline, including a behind-the-scenes look at my architecture lifestyle. Feel free to share your content ideas. Love to hear your feedback. You can also visit architectingpodcast.com to download free career content and learn about my classes, book, and coaching programs. Until next time, stay inspired.